Is what experts say always right? And if not, are there alternatives to find truth? And which are they? And how can we use them? These and more you will find out in today's episode of the podcast according to Sci Faith. I am Joshua Göcking and you are listening to According to Sci Faith. If you listen what, to what current experts on science say, you probably won't get uh, ideas like that the Earth was created by a god, um, about the Earth being created in general. You much rather would get um, ideas like life, uh, like the the world or the universe coming to in existence by itself. Uh, life uh, coming into place by evolutionary processes alone. So uh, this would be the image that many of the scientific experts of especially today's time uh, would uh, bring to you. So the question is, since they are the experts, are they right? Is it true? Is it true that the world was never created? Is it true that there is no God? Is it true that uh, we are just a, a random result by evolutionary processes and so on? So this is the question you would have to ask then. And if you would say no, that does not necessarily mean that. That does not necessarily have to be the case. Then the question is, okay, but if... I cannot trust the expert or if, if, if in this case I cannot listen to what the experts say, then who can I listen to or what can I listen to or how can I define what's true and what's not true? And this is uh, the question we especially want to consider today. And we want to uh, start this by first of all looking at what an expert actually is. So in most in most cases you would define an expert like something so you can first of all you cannot say somebody is an expert because an expert is always defined in relation to some topic i mean i think there's nobody who is really an expert on all topics you can be an expert on so there are experts in science there are in, in this broad topic, there are also experts in medicine, there are experts in physics, experts in chemistry, and so on. And then there are experts in politics, experts, also there are also sub-areas, so there are experts in American politics, experts in European, German, and so on, politics, experts in politics of the Middle East, and so on. And then there are experts in economy and there are, you can also do the, the sub-area. So there are uh, many kinds of experts to different areas. And the question is, is how can you say this is one person is an expert on this? Do you just, is there a book you need to read and then you are an expert? Or is it a, a, um, is it a, a course at a university you have to take? Is it a, a degree at a university that you have to have? Uh, so th these are the questions you might ask. And um, most of the times or the, the most uh, logical this definition of an expert that I have heard 
is that an expert is somebody who is a, a, an expert in an area is somebody who knows more about that topic than 90% of uh, the, the people. So he's in the 10% of people who knows most about this topic. I think that's, that's a pretty good definition for what an expert actually is. And so the reasoning uh, that the um, idea could, would then, of course, be, okay, if this is what an expert is, then it might make sense in topics regarding, in, in, in fields regarding their topics or in questions regarding uh, coming from that field to listen to what the expert says. And in most cases, we do so. So in, if, if, if you have some ailment, if something in your body hurts and, or, or is different than it used to and, and you don't know what it is, I, I, I think everyone, what every one of us does is going to, to their doctor. And what is a doctor? A doctor is, of course, a, an expert in medicine. So he, learn, he knows more about medicine and the human body than... 90% or even more of the population. So we go to him and so he, since he knows more of this, he can tell us, okay, do you have this and that problem and we need to do uh, treat it in such a way. And in the most cases, uh, we trust what, what the doctors say because we know they, they are experts on this topic. But here it also is, I mean, some people who went to several doctors and or had an issue where the doctor couldn't find out what it was and another one could or where one doctor was wrong and the other was right or maybe all the doctors were wrong. So here we also say that uh, just because you're an expert, of course, you are not always right. I mean, nobody would expect it. But uh, this is also uh, already shows that it might not be the only solution to always just listen to the expert but also if you uh, if you look at alternatives i mean especially in the medicinal field you can, there, there are many people who are not doctors or but think uh, of things that might happen and sometimes they do sometimes they don't so uh, th this is always but usually you are better off if you listen to one of the the, the experts or the doctors of course so um But there's also already, uh, you see already the problem that you can not, of course, not take it for absolute truth, what an expert might say. So this is, but this is not the main issue what there is with um, expertism, as I call it, and as the, uh, the episode is also called. So um, because there are, Usually it should be the case. I mean, to I mean to every side, to every uh, field, to every um, to every scientific field, to every you name it uh, topic, to everything where there are experts. To there, there are often both uh, two sides to look at at it. So I mean, there are doctors who are in favor of certain um, uh, certain treaty of a disease and and. Uh, those who are not in favor of such a way to treat the disease and do um, uh, uh, propose different uh, things. So there, there are there are on both sides. They usually should be experts, and but most of the time, 
only one side is listened to or one side seems to be louder. And this is often also an issue. And it can also um, be be misused in, in, in a certain way. So, for example, what you can often, often see in the news, if you read an article and this the article is in such a way that they um, want this article to be opinionless. So they try to just report the facts. But what uh, you often see in this um, article when the journalist cannot... Um, Uh, still tries to bring his uh, side of the opinion through, there's often a sentence like, experts say uh, such and such, and then that experts approve of this opinion or disapprove of that opinion. And in, in most cases, it is like that, that you could basically find experts who would approve or disapprove to this thesis, and by adding that sentence, which you could either way in any from any side they just uh, manage to get some some leverage to their opinion and without uh, and putting basically their opinion as a fact into an opinionless article so that's kind of cheating that you often see in the news and um but also um it shows that 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 just because somebody is an expert on it it does not mean that he's the only expert and there are many who maybe have a different opinion or who know as much as he does about the topic but still come to a different conclusion. So this is also really important because the, the way we find conclusions is not only uh, depending on facts but also on personal opinion and uh, on our own, um, on our own uh, way of thinking. So if... So, so this is also really important, and sometimes, um, sometimes only one side of the experts is seen, or even, and this is even more, if the expert class is too small, then some opinions are just not represented, and this is not necessarily the case because they are ruled out by the facts, but it could easily also be the case because there there are so few experts that nobody of this opinion uh, is is in there, or even through peer pressure this, that nobody is able to speak out or that um, disagreeable expert voices are then shut down or something. So these uh, things often also happened in science. For example, there was the case uh, when um, during the time also of uh, Isaac Newton still, and Isaac Newton was a big believer uh, in uh, in the that, that light is consisting of particles. And uh, but during the time uh, there was also Huygens, and Huygens uh, was not not as well established as Newton by far not, but he said that life uh, consists of uh, waves or life is a wave, and because uh, Newton uh, fought this really hard, uh, Huygens could not uh, get through with the, this in the in the beginning only after. Um, There was somebody who did an experiment. I just don't know the name right now, sorry. But somebody did an experiment and he could show that uh, through inter interference experiments, he could show that light uh, gets an interference uh, pattern which shows that it behaves like a wave. 
in the end you can say both were right uh, as you can see in quantum mechanics you can see that uh, life be, uh, light behaves as a wave and a particle so both were kind of right but um, at f you using the experimental facts that were available to newton's times everything looked like li light being uh, a wave uh, but still Newton, as somebody who ha who was really established in the science community, could pu uh, push this aside for a long time and pu push this uh, opinion of or this this conclusion of Huygens aside for a long time because he was better established in in the scientific community. And also, um, recently, I um, I held on a conference. I was allowed to talk, uh, hold a talk about one of the greatest ma mathematicians of all times. I, I think uh, Georg Cantor, and he had uh, pretty huge uh, um, new theories. He he um, he was the basically the founder of set theory, and this the the the, the things he he found out the the the, the theories he theory he postulated there was re really controversial. Uh, and so it it took a time until people um, uh, uh, took it serious and and really appreciated the work he done. So this so so as we can see, there are disagreeable voices who oftentimes also tend to be right. Uh, it's often the newcomers who come with new ideas uh, that uh, oftentimes uh, tend to be r the right ones and they uh, also tend to be shut down and this is also an, an problem with this expertism or this, uh, the, this um, expert class. And also um, one last but uh, still very important point is that uh, those expert classes are oftentimes highly influenced by by a worldview or an ideology. So a dominating worldview and uh, uh, ideology can be really become a problem there. And this is not only uh, when they are supporters of those who put forward this ideology, they can even be uh, contrahends to that or um, enemies of that, but still uh, be... Um, suffer under under this um, this occurrence and there's uh, there's a famous example of this in in the in antiqu antiquity so uh, recently I, I I read a book of Suetonius um, the 12 Caesars so if you are interested in history and especially interested in the Roman Empire and and want to know more about um, how the Roman Republic fell and how the first uh, the lives of the first emperors were then this is really a, a book to read uh, about this topic. Uh, Suetonius was, I, I think, a highly Roman official. A uh, um, hundred years or so after um, after Christ, and he um, he had access to to almost uh, all libraries or to in Rome. So all he he could. Uh, get through the historical data because he had access to them which was a rare okay, a, a privilege at that time and so he wrote uh, biographies over or for of the first 12 caesar starting with julius caesar and going all the way through to domitian and um the, those are really interesting and that uh, uh, really interesting sources also for historians but also to read and learn more about Rome it's it's really interesting to read them 
and he really and, and you, you see this in his books he really despised uh, the, the these caesars or most of them so some of them he he for, thought were, were were okay but most of them he really despised and he also um i believe he also thought that the time before the roman empire the time where red still was a republic he he preferred that time so he was really an you could say an enemy of those caesars and um so he he had no high opinion of them and the one of whom he had probably the lowest opinion and he was uh, surely not the only one who uh, there uh, the one he probably had the lowest opinion of was emperor nero and i mean this comes not uh, by chance i mean if you just read a little bit about what nero really did then then uh, you're really dis disgusted by by how 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 he could behave um i mean one example is philly many people believe that nero uh wanted uh, was behind um the the burning of rome so there was a fire in rome and many believe that nero was the one who let them uh, kindle it and just because he wanted to sing about a fire because he uh, regarded himself as a really artistic person so a, a really uh, sick mind and um but and then afterwards he um he um, accused the christian of uh, setting this fire when when outrage in the in the when the people were outraged <laughs> because their their homes were burned of course so um um so th th this this was how he was and uh, uh, and um, this is also the reason why then the persecution of uh, of christians started uh, started in the roman empire because uh, nero used them as a patsy for his own uh, his own wrongdoings and so suetonius really uh, you, you can see it in in all all his uh, writings he 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 despised uh, nero like nobody else um and the roman people did so too which is why uh, in the end there was a plot against against um nero to have him killed um but uh suetonius were, uh, really despised him but still when when talking about the christians you see that he uh, just believed most of the the conspiracy theories that that went around about the christians then for example what they believed about the christians and what suetonius also believed about them was that they were eating flesh and blood like cannibals and uh, of course the the reason for this belief is that the christians were doing the communion uh, where christ told them uh, to to do this as a remembrance of him so eating the bread and drinking the wine and where the bread symbolizes his body and the wine symbolizes his blood but of course it was as anyone would know who knows just one thing about christianity that it was a symbolic uh, thing that nobody no christians w was actually eating human flesh so it was a, a complete nonsense but uh, suetonius still believed it and as as somebody from this expert class as somebody who has access to so much uh, uh, data he should have uh, known better and he should have should not especially also due to his um, being in against most of the emperors he should not have fallen um, 
fallen for this uh, this conspiracy theory for this lies about the christians basically but he still did and so in in this you can see that influence and worldview or uh, or that 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 there is an influence of worldview and ideologies on experts and that you cannot uh, deny i mean even if they are against the current government or the current uh, belief system or whatever they still might hold positions that uh, are influenced by them as suetonius clearly did so what can we do with this i mean there's also um one funny funny saying that i'm not sure if it uh, it does also exist in the in the english language but the, in in german we we used to say that Experts are the ones who can tell you exactly what will happen and when it does not happen, they can explain you exactly why it did not happen. So <laughs> this is often said about uh, experts and, and this is also, uh, so, so, but uh, of course, we, it, it's, 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 the, the, that's not a problem. I mean, we are all get wrong. So everyone, I, I guess, try to predict some future event and uh, in the end uh, we it turned out to get completely different because we could not con we couldn't possibly consider all the factors so that's that's not a problem so but, but uh, and it's um it's not that uh, there we can demand of er anyone to know everything that's just impossible but um when dealing with decisions we have to take or things we have to um, understand or where we have to make decisions where we have to know the truth or where he are where we are looking for the truth it is important to understand or to try to understand how can we get there and i think especially as the what i said before should show um, trusting on what the experts or the ones who know the most about a certain topic, um, trusting only what they say can lead to difficulties because they have their own way of thinking, their own conclusions, their own um, things that influence them. And we don't want to be influenced by that. We want to uh, make our own decisions, uh, come to our own conclusions. And so what do we actually do? And um, there's, uh, yeah, so, so there's, that, 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 that is the, the great question. And I think one is, uh, I mean, of course, I'm not recommending to not trust experts at all or to not trust uh, people who know more ab about a certain topic at all. That's, that's for sure not what I'm saying. But I think it's always important to still be critical. So, I mean, if, if you read or see what an expert on a certain topic says, especially in the news, I think there's a, a, that you can find, you can come to a point where you really can filter what is it, what this person says that is really based on fact and what is it, what a person says that it is really based on, um, on, on opinions. But I mean, even that uh, goes no so so even then is the question, how do I make my own conclusions? And as Christians, we of course say, okay, it needs to be based on the word of God. As Christian, Christians, we believe that uh, the word of God is, is the ultimate truth and that it is from God, so that the Bible has been um, given by God to us and that if we, um, if we on a foundation of the Bible, 
if we are on the foundation of the Bible and look at the things where we have to make decisions of, where we have to find the truth, then we will find it in there. We will find it by looking at it from a biblical viewpoint. So, but this, if you if you do not yet believe, then this is of course um, uh, difficult. Or how can you uh, come? Or, or how can you first, if you want to, if you want, are somebody who says, okay, I I, I agree with, with that from a outside point of view, but currently I do not believe that the Bible is the 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 word of God. So what can I do then? How can I, if if the truth I want to find is whether the Bible is the truth, then how can I come to this place? And I think there's uh, one um, interesting example in literature of uh, how when when the experts all say something else, how, uh, but you how you might also come to a conclusion that is different, uh, but maybe still the truth. And this is from uh, the, a book by Mark Twain. I think everyone knows it. It's the Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, and. Um, I, I, I mean, I think everyone knows basically the story. It's about this this boy Huckleberry Finn who runs away, and he runs away with uh, with a slave who's also uh, fleeing uh, from uh, his slave owner, and they become uh, on the way. They become really good friends, and um, in, at some point, uh, Huckleberry Finn, who grew up in the deep south, and Because of that, of course, he thinks um, freeing a slave is wrong. He thinks that he needs to, uh, that if he wants to do right, he needs to return uh, the slave to his slave owner because it's in in the viewpoint of those people. Then it was his property, and so he is uh, struggling with with that. What he uh, thinks is right, and what he thinks that he needs to do, and with the fact that he. Uh, got to know this um, slave and um, bec they became friends and he, uh, he he loves him and so so they they there there's this 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 bond between them so he he needs to um, yeah he, he needs to uh, make a decision there and what's interesting is is so what he does is he Uh, he decides no i'm i'm not gonna turn it over and even if i um so since he also believes that that uh, so in in the deep south uh, probably to the at that time that the church always said that it it was uh, right uh, slavery that slavery would be right and so he says so even if i i go to hell i still um, I, i still will um will um free the slave on, and and will help him uh, to to come into freedom and uh What's so? So he decided to to go with what his heart was say, telling him, and not um, with what uh, what society or the society then in 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 this state was telling him. And this is uh, so. So here you can see all the experts told him, yeah, you need to bring the slave back to his slave owner. You need to do the right thing, uh, quote unquote. Um, but he. He was saying uh, uh, he he basically decided to to go with his heart, and I mean there is a caveat there because um, the as the Bible also tells, but I think everyone also knows by experience that uh, our own heart can be deceived, so we can maybe uh, make a decision on our gut feeling or on our uh, by just following our heart, 
and it can turn out to be the wrong one so our heart can be deceived but i think uh, so so what i think the way to truth in this case is is not just to to trust what our heart tells but to also trust that uh, god can speak to our heart that god can speak to us uh, to our heart and and move us there and show us what the truth is and i think that is uh, the important way to find truth that the to 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 go by um what we in our heart know is true and to uh, let uh, to allow god to encounter us in our heart and show show us the truth and this is i think especially if um if you are in science and or in the scientific area and looking for truth i think it's an especially uh, uh, important because oftentimes um we are or, or I, i get this feeling that oftentimes people are looking in science for god and i mean he he's not to i mean you can find god in nature he is uh, reflected in nature his Uh, character and his person is is uh, reflected in his creation but you cannot uh, find him like oh you cannot you cannot prove god's existence in nature you can it's just not possible and so i think some but sometimes if um, we are looking for truth in the scientific then it's pretty fast that god is ruled out because he cannot be proven there not because he is not there but because it's just not possible because that's just not what science is actually for so if we want to find god we need to search him where we can find him and this is in our hearts in uh, in in searching out for him in searching him in his words and uh, in his word and and trying uh, and, and allowing him to encounter us in 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 our hearts and so i think some that this also explains why many experts in science uh, believe that god is not real because he is not to be found in in our mind he 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 is to be found when he encounters us in our heart and so i think uh, this is an important shift one has to make when one is actually searching for truth to to know that that uh truth is n- that the complete truth is not found in scientific facts but in um in what we know in our heart to be true and i think more than that what uh, god shows us in our heart if we allow him to show it to us what is true and i think uh, i want to encourage everyone who is really looking for the truth who is listening listening to this uh, podcast because you are wanting to know the truth wanting to know uh, how uh, w- where where the truth is to be found that you 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 can find it or uh, yeah you can find it this way so i want to encourage everyone to allow uh, god to encounter you in your own heart and to uh, go from there and from there you can find him everywhere basically you can you will then see him in in science you will see him in nature you will um, most of all see him in his word uh, so the bible and so uh, i encourage you to look for this encounter uh, of him in your heart and then you will find him basically everywhere so this was today's episode on um, expertism I hope you enjoyed it and you could take something away of it. 
Um, as you might have noticed, there was a longer break in the uh, since the, the last podcast episode. Yeah, I was. Um, I did a summer break. There were many things happened. I got married in the in the meantime. So, um, but um, now I'm uh, back at uh, producing podcast episodes. There will I think some uh, uh, additional episodes coming in the next weeks, and I hope you are. I'm looking forward to doing those, and I hope you will listen listen to them too. Also, um, I have um, for my English listeners, uh, I have this. Um, I have a Substack uh, or SciFave Substack, and the where I also host this podcast. And also on the Substack, I put will in the next weeks put also articles uh, from my blog there. If you know my blog, you can find, or if you don't know it yet, you can find it at sci-faith.de/en/blog. Uh, where I put articles about the topic of science and faith re uh, um, regularly. You, you can find it there and you, you can read some of them there. there. I will migrate them more and more to Substack and I will probably also add additional ones uh, to different topics about science and faith. So if you are interested in this, then I can encourage you to read them and to follow me there on Substack. And if you have any questions or anything that you want to ask me or any topics that you want to have covered on this podcast, you can contact me on the contact form on my web page. So again, that's sci-faith.de slash en. And for the contact form, you put a slash contact to this page or you just click your way through on the web page. And yeah, of course, and if you like this podcast, then then feel free to uh, subscribe and give me a five-star rating and uh, also recommend it to your friends uh, because I think it's, uh, it's important to, to hear more about this topic. So thanks for listening and until next time.